0: Welcome to LOA Today, Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Tom Wells here. Today is Monday, happy Monday, August the 20th, 2018, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, your first daily dose of happy, not just for the day, but for the week. And uh, sometimes it's a little bit tricky on Monday, Mondays we have a, uh, most of us have a negative association with Monday, so Mondays can be a little bit tough. I even found it to be a little bit tough today. But that's one of the reasons we do the Daily Dose of Happy, so that we can pick ourselves up and get ready to go and get ourselves into alignment for the week, because that's what it's about, Tom, isn't it? Alignment, getting into that aligned place.
1: Yeah, yeah. How do we how do we stay in a place where we are ex- inspired by our own self? Exactly, <laughs> yes. Life, you know, to uh, to do some things that feel good and to create a life going forward that we are happy to be living. That's what it comes down to for me.
0: And a key portion of that is the topic you picked for today, which is guided by the heart. In other Mm -hmm. words, paying attention to what's going on inside and do you see this as being kind of tied into messaging signs and so forth? Uh, Lindy and I were talking about signs on Friday, so that makes me wonder, are we we actually tying the episodes together like we so often do?
1: Now, when you say messaging signs...
0: Like uh, getting
1: messages from the non-physical world. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, the heart. I think of it as this intrinsic part of us that knows how to um, how to balance us and how to really be in a place where bodily we are sure that we feel good. You know, we're we're sure that we're centered. We're sure that um, well, we know it's a knowing. I believe that's kind of what I feel like with my heart these days. It's this thing I can totally rely on for my health, my mental, physical, emotional health, um, that if I'm centered there, I'm going to be okay. And, mm-hmm. and
0: Yeah, well, that that's certainly part of it, isn't it? Being centered is a big portion of being aligned. Um, in fact, uh, I discovered this morning how important alignment is. They, they say, Abraham tells us that, When we wake up, we're in our most aligned state because we have not been striving to paddle upstream, as the saying goes, Mm -hmm. all night long. Uh, This morning, it didn't actually work out that way for me. I woke up feeling really down, really depressed Mm -hmm. about stuff going on, which Mm -hmm. was not a good thing. And I got Mm -hmm. up, and I don't know if you've ever tried it. There's a website called Happify.com, which was- I never have. No? It was created by positive psychologists uh, for the purpose of- of using what positive psychology has learned over the last twenty years of its existence, really, and uh-huh. during that time they've come up with all kinds of stuff that they know contributes to our positive well-being. Well, this particular uh-huh. website uses a lot of things, including you know journaling and games and you know word games and various kinds of positive aspect uh, exercises to do and so forth. Uh, uh-huh. They combine them all together to help you if you use it on a regular basis, help you to get to a better feeling place on a regular basis, which is what we're trying mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. I hadn't actually used it in a while, but I woke up this morning and said, you know, I really need something. What the heck am I going to do? Cause I, I was not in a good place. I was in a very unhappy, wow. very sad, wow. very depressed place. Wow. So I went to play a game at Happify. There's a particular game there that I like called uplift. It's, it's uh-huh. basically, it's like a video game where you have these little hot air balloons flying around the desert <laughs> And (coughs) these hot air balloons all have words on them that are either positive or negative um, in their orientation. And the object of the game is to click on all the balloons that have positive words and to avoid clicking on the balloons that have negative words not Mm -hmm. surprisingly when i started playing that game today i was clicking about more than half the time on the balloons that had the negative words (laughs) (laughs) not that i was trying to do that but that's what i ended up doing
1: that interesting
0: And, and like the law of attraction the game is oriented so that the more that you click on a particular kind of word positive or negative the more balloons it gives you with those words on them, with with positive <laughs> or negative words on them. So I was clicking yeah. on negative words, so it was giving me lots of negative words, <laughs> and yeah. it really makes you stop, because uh, you, when you realize you're clicking all these negatives, like oh no, stop, stop, stop. So yeah. you, you know you, you slow yourself down and like okay don't click the negative words just you know, see a negative <laughs> words skip go to the next one go to the next one go to the next one and you, you, sometimes mm-hmm. you can wait like you know four or five seconds before you finally get a positive word but then you get mm-hmm. one and you click on that and then you get another one you click on that and then you start mm-hmm. reversing the momentum very similar to what abraham talks about only in a video game context and you know mm-hmm. after playing an hour of that game i felt quite a bit better i mean i can't say all of my woes were were solved and all of my my cares were
1: taken away but I felt
0: measurably better, and it mm-hmm. was
1: a good feeling. So so that's just by having the association with that feeling, by reading the word of it. Right. And uh, just that alone got you to kind of gravitate more towards a more joyful place inside yourself, a, a little less less depressed right right yeah well plus uh it's
0: it's a video game so you're trying to win points and you get you get uh points every time you click on something positive you lose points whenever you click on something negative so i'm constantly trying to you know hit a new score that i never hit before and so forth so so there's Uh that aspect too it kind of drives you to really look for the the way to win which is to focus on the positive words yeah and and after a while you do it i mean my last few games that that i played of it I was clicking on the positive words 95% of the time or more. So I definitely achieved my goal in the short term of trying to uh-huh. shift what my focus was from the negative to the positive. And I could yeah. cl- I could see clear evidence of it. Very, very clear. Early on, I was focusing heavily on negative. By the end, I was focusing heavily on positives. Can't yeah. ask for more
1: than that. Well, that's, a, that's definitely the beginning of a good week if you're getting started on that foot. And now it's just a matter of keeping it going, right? Just exactly. How will you, uh, yeah, how will you keep that, that attention in that place? And I guess this doing the podcast, of course, is not the next step. Because oh, yeah. We'll get a chance to talk about a topic that hopefully will have some insight or something will come from the unseen realm in our speaking that here will, will be uplifting to both of us and to our listeners. That's why we do the show. And we so certainly do. And, and yeah. it's,
0: it's what keeps me going to do the show. I mean, I, it's mm-hmm. been pointed out to me numerous times. How on earth do you do 11 shows a week? Well, I do it because it's fun. <laughs> it picks mm-hmm. me up, mm-hmm. you know, and it is, yeah. it is a very good pickup. It really does. I mean, even on days where I'm not doing so well, it picks me up. Just saying the, the first words of the show, welcome to LOA today. That alone, mm-hmm. I have such a positive association with those words that that alone gives me a little juice of energy every time I say them mm-hmm. at the beginning yeah, yeah. of the show. Yeah.
1: And there was always this thing that uh I heard that Jesus said, you know um which had to do with you I'm sure you remember that when two or more are gathered together, there I am amongst them oh yeah, and it was, this idea I always felt like this thing that they would call the Holy Spirit or this um inspiration you know would would show up when two people get together there's a there's this possibility, so when you do the podcast with another co-host you're, you're opening the door for magic to happen, for some creativity to just take place in the realm of what's possible for uh, moving in that direction. Oh, Vince very Sports. true. Yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt about it. it, it I, I, I don't know exactly what the phenomenon is, but there is that uh, accelerating aspect to having conversation um, or even doing a podcast With someone else who's like-minded who has the same kind of orientation now you don't get it obviously if you're working with somebody whose orientation is a negative orientation obviously (laughs) that's going to push you in the wrong direction Uh, but uh, assuming that you do have someone to talk with who is on the same kind of wavelength so to speak trying to get to that positive realm yeah it can really accelerate pretty quickly
1: yeah Um, i think that's the thing i guess when the because i yeah i was thinking of two people who get together and they commiserate on something that's really not working out well yeah you can drive yourself pretty yeah that can get you a lot worse off actually
0: oh yeah yeah we're there are a lot of instances where that happens that's for sure yeah yeah Yeah. but the the good news is that it works in both directions so you can use it to go into the positive direction that's Mm -hmm. actually one of the themes that was played in the movie the celestine prophecy if you remember that book and movie that uh I, I don't, remember I don't which, think which. Uh, ever
1: saw that movie.
0: No? Did you read the book? I
1: do, I do, yeah, I, re- I did read the book a yeah. long time yeah. ago, at least
0: 20 years ago. Right, right. Yeah. Well, one of the uh, uh, the prophecies, I don't remember which one it was, talked about how when you have two more people giving energy to each other, they actually accelerate each other's energy. So mm-hmm. there was another example of it being played out on the pages of a book or in a film or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's something that only recently I started to experiment with and found that you know, through direct experimentation, yeah, actually it does work it does mm-hmm. uh it does accelerate it does increase the amount of energy, which um I guess I shouldn't have been surprised by it, but it really does work mm-hmm. it's really so mm-hmm. hard
1: what does it what does it mean to you to be in your heart
0: to be in my heart
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh it means well, actually, that's probably a a primary place of alignment because when you're in your heart, it's kind of hard to feel bad unless you personally are just feeling really, really depressed but you know, mm-hmm. if you're truly in your heart, that's the thing. If, even if when you're depressed, you're really in your heart, are you? I mean, you might yeah. you might look inside, but it's not like you're residing there when you're in a depressed state.
1: Yeah, and that's what that's why I was asking, like, what it means to you. Because what I'm doing in my life, the reason I picked this topic for today, because I'm I'm always <laughs> have this agenda of I want to be a more heart centered person because I know the people that I've met in my life that I feel who are heart centered are uplifting to me. There's something about that place. And this woman I've been with now over the last number of months is very much, that's her practice that she's been doing for about 30 or 40 years. She focuses on just being a heart-centered person and good thing. So whatever whatever that means. And yeah, and I found that it's very interesting being with her because she has a certain equanimity, a ex- certain level of peace that is really quite constant an ability to be in a place of joy and ease i guess it's a, there's a lot of ease there mm-hmm. and she gets she gets upset and things happen Oh, sure but yeah but by and large um, it's it's inspiring to me because i see how just this trust in the heart you trust that there's this um, center within us that does know what's best for us it does know Everything about um, coming from a place of what's the word um, trust, a place of love, a place of possibility. Um, it's not. It's not a mental thing. That's the funny thing about it. Even though, of course, I guess the latest biology is saying that the heart um, has sends far more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the heart true. has these neural centers in it. And yet, what does that mean? You know, of course, who knows how this whole body mind system really works. But it it seems to be that there's this heart center that is so vital and important. I know in um, studying Tai Chi, which I've been doing for a number of months, there is a area called your dantian, which is below your navel, that it's sort of like your power center of your body. But then the second power center. I guess, equally strong, I don't know why it wouldn't be, is your heart center, you know, your solar plexus area. So a lot of the work I'm doing now is to go to that solar plexus area and kind of just give up all my concerns to that. It's funny, you know, just to be, you know, lay down on the couch or sit in a chair and close my eyes and put all my focus on that heart area and just trust that from doing that alone, all these negative potential that I have of being bummed out or fearful or confused, (laughs) lost, hopeless, Mm -hmm. some of these places I can get into that, that they will be, they will be transformed. It's, it's, it's to me, it's now becoming this place of magic that I'm wanting to trust increasingly every day and not go back into my head, which thinks, I think it's easier for my head thinking to just go, well, this is kind of a random, random game that we're playing here on Earth, where you can, you can win or you can lose, and you just have to be really good at playing the game, like playing the video game. You know, you've got to always pick the right air, air, hot air balloon that's got the positive quality on it, and there is that, and I think that is important. But there's something more. To me that's deeper within me which is this thing called the heart that is actually my guarantee of who I really am it's the thing that it it, it is always striving towards balance it is always striving towards alignment um, and maybe not striving it's it's completely there and it's for me it's to relax enough to be in my heart and then see what it what it feels like to be in my heart that's why I was asking you what that really feels like when you're in your heart. Well, I suppose
0: just, it's one of the places that uh, we focus on the most when we meditate, isn't it? Or when yes. we do anything just, just to sit calmly. It's, yeah. it's We may not be focused on it deliberately or consciously, but there's an, always an awareness of mm-hmm. that center, that that part of the body. So mm-hmm. I would think that Maybe. would be a, a key portion of what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Or you think about when you're feeling really good, let's say you, you know, you get together with your wife and you guys go to the ocean and it's a beautiful summer day and you're out there in the sea breezes and the sunshine and the sand and, you know, what, what's that, where's that feeling coming from that sense of ease and, and trust. And you just know that life is a beautiful thing and you know that life works out and you know that everything's going to be okay on a certain level, you know, and, and where do you feel that?
0: You know, where I mean, do I feel it i I think actually I feel it everywhere from the navel up to my forehead mm-hmm. and everything in between,
1: yeah, the feeling itself, yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's where I feel it too. It's always a there's a central upper torso feeling of that which, right you know, of course, I suppose we feel all kinds of things in our bodies, but I love the the sense of feeling that I can rest in that feeling. I, during the whole last week, I dedicated the last, oh, at least 10 days to being in my heart and seeing what it feels like when I completely give up trying to control things with my mind. And I just, you know, the only way I quote, try to control things over the last 10 days was to ask myself, oh, am I really spending time in my heart? Am I, am I relaxing? Uh, You know, I, I, I created this practice or, Maybe my friend told me about it, which was just breathe through your heart. Literally feel. You. Oh, I, I guess I got it from a, a video I saw from the Heart Math Institute. You know that Heart Math Institute? I have never heard of that. No. Oh, Heart, heart really? Math? No. Yeah, Heart Math. Oh, you would love them. There, you like that other site? These guys are the leading, probably one of the leading institutions in the world that studying how the heart is the center of our being Hmm. and how to be heart centered. And they do tons of beautiful research, um, you know, like can correlate for example, solar flares with uh, heart openness, uh, direct correlations between solar activity and the openness of our hearts. And they show how we're plugged into this vast network of, of um, universal, you might say, energy you know cosmic energy that is you know how astrology talks about where your planets are and how you're feeling today <laughs> has a lot to do with how your planets are aligned and mm-hmm. and they apparently that from what their research seems to be showing and I'm barely have looked into it but I love it what they're doing they, they demonstrate how the heart determines everything they created this huge sculpture At the Burning Man, I don't know if it was this year or a few years ago, that was, you know, gosh, well over 30, 40 feet high. And it's beautiful, you know, flowing shaped organism they created, I don't know, out of metal and plastic and all kinds of things. But it was full of lights. And then they gave everybody in the audience um, some kind of neural connector connected to those people's uh, bodies in some way that it read their brain signals or some kind of uh, nervous signal their body was putting out so that as everybody looked at this giant sculpture with full of lights and it was nighttime it would orchestrate the lights on it according to people's feelings that they were projecting (laughs) and it was really, really beautiful and it was a definite way of showing that that we not only do our hearts determine um, this electrical system of beauty that was being projected onto this sculpture, but also how we, we sync up together. You know, the human beings sync up like that's thing we were talking about doing this podcast, you Mm -hmm. know, the, the two hearts of the people, at least the hearts are syncing up when we both have the intention of being heart centered we we sync up and then we 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 radiate a um a vibration that opens up that alignment with source you might say it it's it's all one in a way that we we align from our hearts with source and anyway check out the heart heart math institute they wrote a book that's very famous um called heart i think it's just called heart heart math it came out at least 20 years ago but they've done a lot more since then and they're constantly bringing their research to the forefront it is interesting about, about, yeah, about being heart centered and so it 's one of the most fascinating things to me because hmm. I finally decided after this last week that if I can be heart centered i in a sense i I know this is my latest uh, theory i 've solved <laughs> all my problems oh well, that 's good <laughs>
0: we like solving all the problems <laughs> or more the precisely, coming- more precisely, we like it when we 're not problem inundated. That's At least that's the way I look at it, because I find that I'm really good at attracting more problems by by solving problems and being problem-focused. So I I am trying more and more to be solution-focused rather than problem-focused, so I don't attract so many problems.
1: Yeah, and and I think what the heart thing is saying, that you want to be solution-focused, get out of the the whole arena of problems and solutions and just let trust your heart to, to provide you with the guidance that you need. It's sort of like saying that thing, let source have your back, you know, let, let your life, like you get up at 4am and you're worried about your, the way things are unfolding with your mind, you can say, I'm just going to let source take care of this. I'm going to, I'm going to just surrender this and, and I'm going to just know that I'm going to be okay. These things have to work out and somehow I'm just giving it all to this thing I call my source self, my infinite self. And it's in a way, it's the same thing. But what I'm finding with going to the heart center, that it's actually trusting a, a real mechanism that exists in our bodies that, that is beyond the mind's ability to figure out all these things. It's just, it does, it, it does provide that realignment with a center that is the center of our being and the center of our joy. Where does
0: guidance fit into this though? <clears throat> because you you, you specifically titled this guided by the heart and guidance suggests some kind of, of deliberate conscious, um, intention or, or force or effort to mm-hmm. lead, to say, go this way, not that way. Yeah. Where does guidance fit into this?
1: Well, I think at least a little, I know that it's, um, it's built into who we are and, uh, when we're in our hearts, we have a automatic guidance system that we're tuning into. And so once we suspend the need to be in control so much, we um, we trust. It's sort of like the thing Abraham talks about. It's already in your vortex. Once you say you want the money and you want the health, you want the relationship, well, that the, the universe answers that instantly. Now the thing is, can you let it in? Well, that's an intellectual way of describing what maybe could also be said as: can you trust that your heart will take care of you? Can you trust that your heart knows the way? You know, you've heard sayings like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just trust your heart. Just go, go into your heart and know that everything is going to be taken care of. And and what does that mean when we, get, when we sit down to meditate, for example, and you go into your heart? The meditation I've been doing for the last 10 days, like I say, is just to go to that area of my solar plexus and let myself breathe, y- you know, imagine each breath coming in and out of my heart and, and don't go as much to my head to figure out things, but just sort of say, I'm going to stay in my heart and I'm going to just watch what, what unfolds in my life. You know, so the- can we trust a bigger force? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So the guidance you're referring to when you say guided by the heart isn't so much like messages from the non-physical or, or direct instructions or anything along that line. It's more like go with the source flow and let the source just take you there.
1: Yeah. And you could say that it's trusting impulses, that impulses will come. But they'll come from this place of inner knowing and inner, but it's also letting myself feel. I mean, it, it, it's synonymous with what's the feeling that's coming up in me? And if the feeling coming up in me is terror about what's going to happen with my money or, you know, extreme worry because I don't know how to be in this relationship I'm in and it's driving me crazy. Mm. Well, you know, how do I go to the place where I say, I'm going to just feel these things that I'm feeling because feelings are indications of my alignment with source and I'm going to let those feelings play themselves out in my heart and see where I'm guided to, to see where I, I, to see if, if this doesn't just resolve itself, I guess that's what it comes down to, to see if by just trusting that if I go to the feeling, the feeling is my guidance system. And if I follow, kind of follow that feeling out, I'll find myself guided back to my inner knowing to my inner peace, to a sense of feeling that, I can go forward with trust
0: well now you're raising a question in my mind because when I woke up this morning and had that uh, that revelation that I wasn't feeling so great about mm-hmm. myself and about life and so forth um you, you you used the word terror, terror would have been a good word, <laughs> that would have been yeah, a very accurate yeah. word this morning right, right you know so you're suggesting that <clears throat> if I had instead of playing the Happify game that I played in order to because I really desperately wanted to get out of that feeling. Instead of that, if I had just, what, kind of meditated on the feeling for a bit in that sense? Yeah,
1: well, the suggestion is that you lay there, for example, you wake up with that terror and you just say, oh, my God, I hate this feeling, you know, or whatever. You know, you feel it in your guts. Is that where you feel the terror? Is it in your stomach or where is it?
0: I think the answer is yes to all of it. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's somewhere. Well, it's kind of like ubiquitous. It's everywhere. It doesn't just sit in one place. It's like... Everywhere from top to bottom.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, the suggestion is, and I'm not claiming that I'm an expert at this by any means, I'm learning this now, but is to feel into that and see where it is in your body. You know, you're laying there with your eyes closed and just acknowledge it and say, okay, this is a big feeling. This is my guidance system. It's talking to me. It's telling me something. Now, I'm going to listen very carefully here. Put your hands on your heart. And, um you know, or one hand or whatever in your solar plexus and say, I'm going to breathe into this heart area. And as you do that and you keep asking yourself, where's it? Where do I feel this terror? What does it feel like? You know, Oh, it's in my stomach. Okay. What does it feel like in my stomach? Well, it's just really uncomfortable. It feels like just like all my muscles are tight and I, and it just feels painful and I feel just so afraid, you know, and, and you feel that. And, you just keep breathing into your heart and you keep bringing your attention back to your heart again and again. And every breath you see, am I, am I still going back to my heart? Am I going back to my heart? Am I going back to my heart? And from there, see how the feeling transforms. You feel it, watch it, see how it changes. Does it shift more into your Right side or your left side? Do you feel it in your forehead? Do you feel it in your back of your throat? Does it feel like tears? Does it feel like sorrow? And the whole idea is that if you if you feel these feelings, this is what our last podcast was about. If you feel these feelings, you can they will morph by letting them have a life and saying, "Oh well, this is." You could say in the Abraham terms, you, you know, law of attraction. You say, "This is my guidance system talking to me." What's this feeling telling me? And then you, you feel it, and you might not get an intellectual answer, but you'll feel it and feel it and keep going back to your heart. And my experience is that I can, the things morph. They change. They move. They transform. And before long, I'm often just feeling different. You know, and okay, I'm ready to get out of bed. I don't feel terrorized anymore. I feel like um, I can get up. You know, I don't even know what what it is I'm feeling, but I'm not feeling terrorized. And, and now I well, I feel like, well, I want to get on with my day. I'm going to get up.
0: You know? So if, I, if I've been doing I, – I haven't deliberately done this process the way you described it. But I've had plenty of times, particularly in the middle of the night, speaking of waking up in the middle of the night, where I would wake up and I find myself dwelling on this negative stuff. And the more I dwell on it, the more I can't go back to sleep and the more upset I get and so forth. And mm-hmm. I I don't know that it ever actually resolves itself. So I'm wondering what is it that I'm missing? What is it that I'm overlooking
1: in the process you're describing? I think maybe for me it's because I keep adding a story to it, um, you know, and, I, and then I'm still really in my head. I'm thinking about the story about why I'm upset, why I have this chair, and I want to have reasons, and I want to have you know resolve my story or add to my story. And, and what I think that I've been doing differently at the suggestion of people I've been working with is just suspend the story and feel the feelings. So it's, it's sort of just like, it's very, to me, reminiscent of the things that Abraham does say, which is, again, that your feelings are your guidance system. So if you feel them and don't deny them, you're, they'll, they'll lead you somewhere. You know they're, they're there to lead us back to our higher connection to our knowing and to our and and that knowing knows that everything is okay it always was okay it always will be okay and somehow when we get in touch with that feeling place inside um we we don't need to be having our story resolved at that moment you know having the perfect answer we f- if we can feel good we can then go forward and do the next thing in our day yeah but it's
0: the transition that i'm not confident about
1: yeah i know all i'm saying is that practice it try it you know (laughs) and it's taken. me oh god
0: something else to do on faith i don't know if i can handle this (laughs) it's taken
1: me months it's taken me months to uh get comfortable with it but i'm now convinced it's it's my main modality this is this is the main way that well, because I get tired of using the, all the techniques like I'm going to go write in my appreciation journal and I'm going to go, um, you know, do some other technique. I mean, all all this stuff's good. You know, I'm going to go out and go for a walk and I'm going to uh, journal, you know, And but it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all helpful. It's just that what what about this idea of of letting yourself trust that the feeling will guide you back to your alignment if you let the feeling have a life instead of. You know, sometimes we, I deny my feelings by going and maybe playing the little video game. It's, it's, it's like a way to get my mind to get convinced that happiness exists. Although playing the video game maybe is a, an experiential where you're, you're trusting that some process is taking place inside you as you play the video game. And before long, it does take place inside you, you Mm -hmm. you, you know, um, it's, isn't it true that just by saying those words i've i've seen esther you know abraham demonstrate that many times with someone who's asking them questions and they just by just by talking about the words um enthusiasm eagerness happiness fun playfulness joy clarity you know you start telling those things to yourself and you do start getting more headed in that direction so it's all helpful but this idea of letting the feelings be felt i think the key to that is that we might be then wor- really working on the deeper um, reason why we keep s- feeling that our lives get sabotaged and that we end up waking up on the wrong side of the bed
0: <laughs> so literally <to>
1: sometimes <laughs> mm, yeah or sometimes i can't i don't want to get out of bed because i feel like i don't i don't have enough Excitement to want to get up, you know. Yeah, right. And, yeah, and then I, I say, I, you know, what, what if I get out of my head and go to my heart? And I, one of my practices is to lay there every day for actually an hour, I, forty-five minutes to an hour. And I just one of the main practices now is I just feel myself breathing through my solar plexus, through my heart, and and I just try to put all my trust there. It's kind of like this blind faith in the fact that the heart is truly capable of, of helping me truly get back to that place of processing these, these feelings and where they don't have to become any longer, I don't have to wake up in terror. And maybe I still will sometimes, but maybe less and less and less because I let that, I become, I befriend the feeling of terror. I don't run from it. I befriend it and then watch it transform.
0: Well, it's, it's an interesting idea. I, I have to say I haven't really tried it directly. So maybe I'm talking out of turn here. But my first reaction is I can just see myself going back to telling the the awfulizing stories and mm-hmm. the, you know, getting back into the head as you described it. How do you stay in the heart when, when you get all that going
1: on? You know, I, over this last weekend, I was having a lot of that going on and I, what the way I, and actually a whole last week when I've been trying to stay in my heart. And what I do is I noticed that I just had made a decision that the awfulized story wasn't my focus at that time. <laughs> I said, well, you know, there may be some awfulized stories in there, but I'm for, for now I'm, I'm not venturing into those waters when they come up. I'm. I'm not making them priority. I'm making priority my my decision that I'm going to I'm not going to tell that story right now. I'm going to feel the feelings that are happening inside me with my focus on my heart, on my solar plexus. I'm going to let myself feel whatever feelings are coming up. And 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 I was tempted a number of times to say, well, if I have this this bad story and this bad story, then I must be abandoning my law of attraction way that I take care of myself because I'm not thinking about what I appreciate and I'm not telling myself a better feeling story. I'm just letting the story sit there. Isn't that tantamount to being stuck in it? And then I said, no That's a good
0: question though.
1: Yeah. It's like that. that is a question that you, you know, and I was asking that and then I said, You know, but I I felt like I put a, I just put a stop on them all. I don't know how he did it. I just said, I'm just going to trust this heart process and trust this thing of feeling every feeling that's coming up in me. And I was with my um, my partner the other night, and and uh, she had her hand on my heart, and we were in bed, and and she was just being there as a support to the changes I was feeling inside because I was saying. You know, she would say, what are you feeling now? And, you know, she's been a therapist 40 years, so she's got a lot of experience (laughs) with this. And I was saying, right now I'm feeling, you know, kind of like just shut down. I feel sort of scared and I feel just ill at ease and I don't know what it is really. And, And she said, yeah, well, you don't have to have a story. Just feel that. And um, where do you feel it now? And I said, well, all of a sudden, it just sort of moved to my left side, that place where I have that sore psoas muscle, and it's sort of really coming alive there. And she said, so what does that feel like? And I said, well, it feels like hot and kind of burning, and it feels scary because it feels like something's really wrong there. And and so she just helped me. I stayed with it for well over an hour, and it moved. I could feel it move up into my chest area. I could feel it um, it actually. And at one point I was having like these, these jolts were passing through my body and, but I watched the whole thing change. And that kind of happened to me all this weekend long because I was in these therapy sessions I was doing this weekend were very interesting because that's kind of what all the work was around was that same thing of what's it like when you just totally focus on, the feelings that are going on inside yourself and you let them all be, let them all just be what they are and see what it's like when you maintain a neutral, as much as you can, you're the witness of them rather than the being super involved in in them and thinking you have to control this. You have to control this. You've got to get this under control instead of thinking that it's more like, what's it like just to feel this stuff?
0: what was the result i'm curious how did it all how did it all iron out how did it all um end up when you were done
1: <laughs> well it ended up really happy i mean i ended up on sunday i had a, a my second 5 hour session and and it was i felt like really i was taken into a place of kind of great celebration and ease a sense of completion of the journey of of opening my heart to, you know, opening my body to feeling all these things and with no control put on it, other than the fact of staying in this with my breath and breathing through my heart. That's the only control I put on anything over the weekend. I didn't try to talk myself into feeling better. I just, and so I ended up Sunday, I sort of figured, well, maybe I'm still going to go into a place of more terror. Maybe there's going to be more, um, Discomfort or um, a more concern. angst. I mean, if, yeah.
0: Considering it's your first, I, I take it this is really your first thoroughly um, focused time through doing this. So, yeah, that would be a rather normal thing to feel, I would think.
1: Yeah, and 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 of course, the people I was working with say you can. You know, it's all over the map for every single person, and it's all over the map each time you you do a session with your heart. You you know because there's. Different feelings that maybe have not been felt before, and we let ourselves have them. Then uh, we're not sure where they're going to what they're going to tell us. But you almost have to trust that the body knows. The body's the wise, um, the wise reservoir of of feeling, and we are more feeling creatures than we are thinking creatures. And that's why it's interesting that the heart has more neural connections and the brain and it sends more signals to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. So what is the heart? You know, what is this? Is it a processing center that, that contains within it our keys to being living a balanced, focused you know, life that works for us. And I think it is, I think that's kind of what's been missing in my life as I didn't understand to trust it to the level that it's, that I give up my control To my heart, it's like giving up control to Source and just saying, "You got my back," you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to trust that.
0: That's quite a lot of trust that goes on there, that's for sure. I'm not (laughs) not even sure I'd be ready to do this one, but you've at least got my attention. You got me thinking maybe there's something to this. I mean, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you something because you were talking about how you felt happy at the end. One of Mm -hmm. the things that Abraham has talked about in their book, Money and the Law of Attraction, they they kind of talked about it indirectly. Um, and well, on many occasions they've talked about bliss. They've referred to the uh, Joseph Campbell phrase about "follow your bliss," yeah. but on this, in this particular place, they actually equated appreciation with bliss. And they said mm-hmm. that you're true when you're truly appreciative, you're feeling the equivalent of bliss, which is a pretty mm-hmm. high vibrational thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use that word bliss in kind of uh, the same context of what we're talking about here. When you reached that happy place, were you in bliss?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a. I would say it was more of a. Mild bliss in the sense that I knew that I'm not necessarily done with the feelings that could come up or that I haven't resolved everything about, you know, my money situation, my health situation, my relationship situation. I haven't resolved every potential concern I have. But now, as I face this next week here, it's Monday morning. My my task in a way for this week is staying in my heart. (laughs) Again, you know, and it's sort of like, okay, I want to create this new group coaching program. And my concern there has been how do I receive impulses from the higher realms of how to create a coaching program that will really benefit my clients. And I only want to create that from my higher source self. So then I say, well, how's that going to happen? Well, it's going to happen, I guess, because I'm going to get out of my mind trying to figure it out. And I'm going to feel my way by following impulses about what would feel good. Do I really want to create this thing? And if so, what, what feels good to do next about it? And if it, if that doesn't feel good, well, what does feel good to do next? And, so, and of course I'm, I luckily have the freedom. I don't have to go to a job and I don't have to make, you know, a thousand dollars by Friday or $2,000 by Friday. I, basically i'm going to be okay no matter what i do this week but on the other hand i really do have an agenda that i do have to do this work and i do need to create you know increased income so how am i going to be in a place that i let my inspiration and creativity and all the possibilities of manifesting something really beautiful how am i going to let it come through me and my only answer is i'm going to spend this week being in my heart (laughs) and I'm going to keep breathing through my heart. And if I have to stop during the day, 10 times to go back to that, I'm going to do that. Just like, you know, going to the mirror and doing the mirror exercise or going on playing the video game or getting out a journal and writing the things that I appreciate so that I really get in touch with my appreciation. All those things can change us and they're all helpful. Well, this is just another way, but I'm, I'm trying to do it now exclusively use my heart. Um, connection to see if it's really a a very powerful center. Mm. No it's quite an rhythm. experiment
0: that you're doing. I mean to say the least because well first <laughs> of all because it's it's not the way we're used to trying to do these kinds of things and secondly you're you're going directly into the place that we don't want to be in that uncomfortable place and you're you're just staying there until it feels comfortable which is <laughs> it's a well it's a and topic.
1: and by the same token what i found out in the work i did this weekend it was a real verification of the fact of going into the good feelings too. You know, so when the good feelings are there, what's it like to let them let them roll, Mm. let them rock and roll, you know, and that's that thing of going general in a sense, or basking in what feels good. I did a lot of basking in my therapy work over the weekend, which was, you know, 10 hours of work. I did five Mm. hours on Friday, five hours on Sunday with a, you know, with a therapist who uses some unique ways of getting me um, into that place. And I and I felt, you know, the basking in the bliss is every bit as important. It actually felt more important than it was to feel the the feelings of terror and the feelings of sadness and the feelings of disappointment. But those feelings had to be felt. But they did lead me eventually, or I eventually got into the place where i my mind didn't my my body my mind didn't want to go anywhere else except into the joy you know it just wanted to kind of be there and I looked at that as just all free ride that's like healing i'm mm-hmm. I'm being healed I'm in a place of healing i'm in a place of resolution
0: a place of resolution, yeah. Well, that's certainly a good place to be in when you get in there. So, I mean, you you got me half sold on this. I'm, I'm still, (laughs) there's a part of me that's resisting this. I'll be perfectly blunt, but you know, there, you got me half interested. Like, uh, I've been
1: resisting this for not for 11 months of being in this new relationship. (laughs) My partner uses this as her only way that Uh. she lives. So she lives entirely by just, am I, is she, um, surrendering to a heart centered, place of allowing her her life to work from and sometimes she doesn't sometimes she struggles the same way I guess I'm going to still be struggling with this stuff but this is just a wonderful to me it's a wonderful gateway that I don't think I've I've used my mind most of my life I think to figure out my happiness rather than just feel my happiness in my body where does well, i tell you,
0: my, my impulse as you're describing this, my 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 impression is that you probably want to do both, or at least I probably oh, yeah. want to do both. I do. I do. Because I I, <clears throat> I mean, it's like you were saying before, uh, the heart and the mind are pretty much all part of the same mind, so to speak, according to what uh, some of the more uh, leading edge scientists have been telling us. Sure. And if, it, if that's true, then we need to be engaging both parts of it. We need to be engaging both the heart and the mind to be part of, you know, both parts of the overall mind-heart structure. And that mind-heart structure most likely is how we're going to stay in alignment, in balance a larger amount of the time. Because I can see how you you can get drawn into, you know, the the negative stuff inside. And Mm -hmm. you can also get repelled by it. You know, that's one of the reasons that I did the... The uh, stuff that I did this morning, I was feeling really, oh, God, I don't want to be anywhere near that. Yes. Know, so, So going to the external exercise, if you will, helped me to refocus externally. But mm-hmm. I can also see how, on the other hand, there there might be something to this focusing internally thing, focusing on, on the feeling, no matter how bad the feeling is, which doesn't mm-hmm. sound terribly pleasant, pleasant, to be perfectly honest. But yeah. if, it, if it does get you through to the point where you're feeling better and you're feeling good and even feeling blissful, maybe combining the two together is really what we're looking for. Maybe it does need to be a combination of both. Because you're right. Abraham does talk about how we need to appreciate both the negative and the positive. Uh, it's yeah. not just appreciating the positive stuff. And, yeah. that, and how- that that has been a part that's been a little bit confusing to me. So maybe this is the key to that.
1: Right. And if our feelings are a guidance system, then if we're repressing any of them, is that a good idea? So if I go, if I go do my appreciation journal because I feel so backed up that I want to write until I start feeling better, well, that's good. But it's also maybe good to close my eyes, put my hands on my heart, breathe through my heart and feel and just let the feelings be in my body for a while and say, okay, these are the feelings that are telling me the road to my alignment. They're telling me something about what's how source is really seeing this. This feeling is coming up because I'm just not aligned with how source is seeing this situation I'm in. And um, does source really exist as thoughts or does source exist more in the feeling? And I, I kind of feel like, I've heard so many times from Abraham and from other sources that feelings are a guide. You know, if you if you lay down and do visualization, you can create mental images which are fine and they can be really wonderful. But they always are saying, yeah, but you've got to get in touch with the feeling. It's the feeling comes first and the feeling is the thing that will lead you to the resolution that will lead you to the actual even the vibration that will attract then into your life. The thing that you really want. So, if we're largely a feeling machine, <laughs> feeling
0: machine, there's a good phrase right there. That's, that's <laughs> where I
1: want to do the work. I want to I be able to allow all these feelings to be felt. I, I just like that, love that saying of, you know, they're all welcome. At my fire, you know, picturing being out in the woods and all these monsters are coming to sit with you. (laughs) Besides all these loving angels and saints and all these good feelings, you know, there's also these feelings of terror and these feelings of anger and these feelings of fear. And they all come and they sit also on your logs around your fire. And they're scary looking creatures, but you realize that they're also guiding you towards your happiness, they're guiding you towards your connection to your divinity, to who you are as a, as a human being that really is here to manifest something beautiful, not, not here to just to struggle and, uh, and to feel lost for years on end. Which, yeah,
0: I, I think that's probably what the real fear is right there. That if I continue to go into this path of, you know, going into that negative feeling, I'll be lost for years on end. I think that's mm-hmm. probably what the fear really comes down to that it will never end.
1: Right and I think with if we if we run from that I don't think we'll ever get beyond it. I think it'll always be an unacknowledged monster, you know that you know this this sense that I can be completely overwhelmed and and driven crazy by my negative feelings or I can be thrust into hell by my negative feelings and yes you can be if you if you add feel to the fire. Mm. But one thing that came kept coming up to me over the last ten days was Tom, don't add feel to that fire. And that's because I know about law of attraction. And law of attraction said, you know, if you if you're gonna dwell on that, on that, um, those thoughts that if you're bad feeling story, then, yeah, you could grow this thing and you could freak yourself right out to the point of, you know, go to, going to the hospital and getting, <laughs> getting some drugs, you know, to try to like just be able to get through the day or something. And um, so
0: it sounds like it's kind of what you're talking about with this process is there's really not any thought that goes into it. It's just pure right. experience of feeling. Cause That's if you go right. into the thought process, you're going to create that negative spiral that you don't That's want.
1: That's right. That's right. You got it. I think it's almost to me like, it comes down to in the law of attraction terms it just comes down to oh i'm totally trusting source to have my back like mm-hmm. we've said like i've said a few times or i'm trusting that um the universe that everything that i want is in my vortex and um so this is my allowing this is my my surrender to the fact that it's all coming to me but it's sort of like saying i'm doing it completely i'm completely trusting um i'm I'm knowing that these negative feeling stories are just that they're, they're stories. Um, and, and they were created some of these feelings when I was very young, maybe pre pre verbal. And therefore the terror that I feel, it, it doesn't, it's got the mind of a baby, you know, it's got the <laughs> mind of a two year old and it doesn't have, you I can't reason my way out of it. So I, but I can feel my way through it by letting the feeling inform me by trusting that my heart this quiet place that exists in the center of my chest is the center of my knowingness in my in my self that's where my soul is and i'm that's where my heart is my soul is my essence and it's nonverbal it's a it's a place of feeling my way into my my greater love my greater happiness and to get there i have to let all these monsters fearful feelings and sad feelings and everything be there and, and kind of trust that they will dissolve as I put my focus on breathing through my heart without having to have a story about the whole thing.
0: It, it, it's an interesting thing. I, I think I'm going to try a, a session of that, so to speak, just to see can I keep myself focused in that way and not allow myself to, to get my mind going? Cause my mind gets going. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's really no denying that. My mind really gets going. Yeah. Can I actually still myself long enough to just stay in the feeling? I don't know. We'll find out. Well
1: and I and I would suggest you look at it as you're simply beginning a practice that you don't know if it'll take you a year a year to figure this out or it'll take you a month or it'll take you a week or it'll take or or you'll get to this wonderful feeling today, you know, you'll, you'll try it for 10 minutes and it'll change you. I don't know. You know, for me, it's been a process where I've been slowly accepting it and trying it over the last 11 months. And a lot of times I, I'm frustrated by it because it feels like, well, what is, what do you mean? Focus on my heart. I mean, what do we? what do I, <laughs> what's there? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, cause I, I, but you know, my friend just keeps saying, just go back to it. Just keep keep the same way you do when you meditate, you know, you, yeah, the thoughts come and the thoughts take you elsewhere and that there's all the thoughts about your stories, but just keep going back there. Just keep going back there. Just keep going back there. Just keep going back there and know this one thing. She said that these feelings will dissolve and they, and you will find eventually a solid ground that your two feet are standing on that is so solid that you know now who you are, you know, that you are a solid connected person that has a foundation within your own self that you can completely feel balanced and you 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 do not have to be a person who is overwhelmed you know that i mean that's my hope I, and i i got to say that last part i don't i don't know that i'm going to be a person who's not overwhelmed <laughs> but i but i feel like the hope now is greater than it's ever been that I'm on the track to who I really am.
0: Well, that's a good sign right there. Just the fact that you're feeling better about it, that alone, I would say makes it worth pursuing because it feels good. I mean, that's, that's the basic rule. If it feels good, follow it.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if it feels bad, follow it, Um, you know, which which is the uh, part of the rule we're not used to. (laughs) Well, no, but not follow it, but let it, let it play itself out Mm -hmm. by, by your trust, your level of trust, you know, Um, you know, that, their, their contrast, both the bad and the good contrast are part of the same, what the same human life, you know, they're, they, they're part of the 3d realm. They're part of us being here. And if, if we've got some deep wounds inside or some deep pain, some deep things that have been there a long time, when we finally let ourselves give ourselves permission to have those feelings and take the story out of it and we witness them from the position of breathing through our heart and the, and the trust in the fact that there is a natural process within us that'll take us to our joy. Then maybe we're onto something, you know, try it, see what happens, give ourselves time to be with our hearts over a long period of time, because that's why the heart math Institute work is so astounding and beautiful because they're proving scientifically that this is how you can regulate your life, is through a heart-centered approach.
0: Very interesting food for thought. Something else that I want people to think about a little bit and actually not think about, it, I'll actually take the moment and, and do it, particularly our long-term subscribers, people who have been listening and love all the podcasts. And they love downloading them and playing them as they come to their smartphone or their tablet or whatever the device is. We want you to just take a moment and go to your favorite social media channel and post something about the, the program. Um, and and just include something like – just include the phrase LOAToday.net in whatever it is you post. It doesn't matter what you post. The main thing is include the phrase LOAToday.net because we're seeing an increase in overall listenership and an increase in plays as a result of having started this program. So we're, we're going to stick with it, and we hope that more and more people get involved. That's the interesting thing, Tom. So far, we're getting some results with only a very small number of people doing it. The large mm-hmm. majority of our listeners haven't done it yet. But mm-hmm. you know, I just keep imagining what's going to happen when they, they all kick in and say, yeah, I'm going to go do it too. Everybody starts mm-hmm. posting something on the social media channel somewhere about LOAToday.net. I mean, we're going to see some staggering increases of the number of people finding out and getting this this terrific programming brought to them. Because that's really the main thing from my perspective. I just want more and more people to get this stuff and to yeah. to have the uh, the podcast coming to them and, and help helping them up uplift their lives. I mean, mm-hmm. through through the, the kinds of dissemination of what we're talking about here today and all the other topics we talk about. So all of our subscribers who are who have not yet done it, or even if you have done it, you know, please do it again. Go post something about LOIToday.net. And yeah. for those who are not yet subscribers, it's re- really easy to become one. Very quickly, just go to the homepage, LOAToday.net. The instructions are right there. And we hope you do that to become one of our group. And Tom, for somebody who maybe wants to learn a little bit more about this approach, you're, you're a life coach. How do they find out
1: about this? Well, they can go to my website, which is you are joy, And that's the three words, Y-O-U-A-R-E-J-O-Y.com. And I offer a free one-half-hour coaching session you can check it out and see if you want to do some coaching with me all
0: right well keep going with the experiments i think i may actually try it myself this week but uh keep Mm -hmm. going and and report back let us know what you're finding because you got the bliss that's pretty good stuff i hope you keep getting there
1: oh me too yeah (laughs) thanks thanks for the encouragement
0: oh my pleasure and we hope that you'll keep coming back to join us as well next time here on loa today goodbye everybody